Hey, worship leader, it's almost Easter. So how are you getting fired up without getting burned down? This is the Worship Team Training Podcast. Now, here's your host, Brandon Dempsey. Hey, worship team's leaders and friends, thank you so much for subscribing and coming back to the Worship Team Training Podcast. I'm Brandon Dempsey, and it is great to have you, all of our members watching us from our university program, that's WTTU.co, watching by video, and all of our friends like you listening to our audio broadcast put out by iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Alexa, and elsewhere. Thank you so much for uploading us into your device. It is an honor to be present in your life and to be encouraging you weekly as you also get our newsletters every Monday, just like today. If you haven't done that already, be sure to go to worshipteentraining.com. Look at our workshops, mentoring, and subscribe to the newsletter. When you become a member of our university program, you'll also get a special newsletter that is devoted to giving you articles, videos, more content, and downloads than you get on just our regular newsletter. So become a member today. All right. And also, you will be noticing uh, members coming up on the calendar. This week, we have Grant Norsworthy coming, so you don't want to miss that. That's going to be a lot of fun. Also, Mike Harlan will be coming to us from Lifeway Music the following week, so we have a jam-packed good Easter month here in April. We hope that you guys are doing well with the preparation of your Easter services also. There's a lot going on, and man, we are here. We're ready to help encourage you. So today, let's jump into it. Let me just ask the question, and getting to our opening statement, as far as, you know, is your candle burning at both ends, or are you just getting burned? So this comes at a timely spot in the year, right? Easter. Now, I know when Christmas comes, and you know as well, we are filled with the cram schedules, the music, of all the things we need to prepare for the services. And if you're in a liturgical uh, church doing Lent, then, I mean, that's even more taxing because you have midweek services and extra services included. And those of us who are just having the regular Easter, Palm Sunday, uh, there's a lot in there as well because we're having to prepare our teams. We're having to rehearse, practice hard at home. So we're going to be hitting on some of these issues about the preparation in terms of what is happening with your time with God. Now, this may be a no-brainer. I mean, you may say, yeah, Brandon, I'm a worship leader. Okay, that's that's great. And I have my time with the Lord. Well, do you really? Because I know even for me, when I'm preparing and planning for services each week, getting my team ready, I still run dry when I don't have my time with God. So that, in fact, is our uh, topic for the week as far as, you know, are you feeling like you are getting fired up for worship ministry or are you being burned down? So even if you are just a guitar player, just a drummer, you don't have to be burned at your ministry uh, as far as volunteering and the schedules you need to keep up. You could be getting burned at work. You could be getting burned at other things that are taking precedence in your life. So I'm just asking that question, you know, what is burning you? What is firing you up? Or are you feeling like you're burned out or burned down? So let's jump into it. Our word of the week, obviously, is burned. 
And so I get that from our worship Bible study that we're doing, and uh, members were on page 79, and that title is called Burning Up or Burning Out. Now, this title became prevalent to me because, you know, I was in a season where, yeah, I was getting burned out. I was in a season where I had to do something quick before the quick was going to get me. So I share with you the word burn from our dictionary here. Now, burn can mean a variety of different things. Uh, We see it here in the verb tense. Burn means a flame or glowing while consuming a material such as coal, wood, so forth. Now, in the noun uh, tense, we have or not tense, but in the noun definition, we have an injury caused by exposure to heat or flame. Is that you? Have you also incurred an injury caused by an exposure to heat or flame? You're not alone. And as I said, this Easter is one of those times where you may feel like things are going great. But when I look at scripture and I look at passages such as our verse of the week, 1 Timothy 1 5, it says, The goal of this command is love which comes from a pure heart and a good conscience with a sincere faith. Now, if you are in the process of getting burned or you feel like your wick is getting frazzled or you know at both ends it's it's just being consumed, you cannot have at that moment a I would say a a clear and good faith and and love and peace of rest because other things are happening in your life that's simply burning you down or burning you out. And at this season, this is the, the I think, one of the most times that it tends to happen as uh, worship leaders, music leaders, pastors, because we're doing so much, and you as a volunteer. You may be deeply, heavily involved at your church and doing great things, but how can we have a sincere faith during these times and what does it mean to be sincere and pure and to have a good conscience it means that we can do all these things because we are at rest with god now can you have good conscience and a sincere faith and a pure heart while you're on fire for god you bet but what about being burned down it's difficult because the things that are weighing you down that moment are taking more of the lead. So how do we allow God to come in and to help the candles that are burning at both ends? And how can he stop one end at a time or both simultaneously before they burn us? So in the study of uh, page 79, everybody, uh, members, you will see that I've written here coming from Proverbs 7. Uh, now, Proverbs 7 is a great chapter it's, it's, Proverbs is a, is a fantastic book, number one, because it gives us guidance and wisdom and knowledge of what the Lord wants us to do and how we are to seek Him, uh, that His wisdom is what says in Proverbs, uh, you know, Proverbs, let's say, even eight of today, that uh, seeking the Lord is more precious than silver. Nothing can compare with her. Not wisdom can be compared uh, to the, the rubies of this earth because God's wisdom is more supreme. I find that even in Proverbs 7 because he gives us great wisdom of warning. Warning from what? If you read on, it's from the adulteress. Now, the adulteress is not only 
what we would consider an ex- extramarital affair, which is bad. But it's also considered anything else that causes you to be unfaithful, disloyal, untrue, inconstant, false, deceiving, deceitful, treacherous, illicit. Anything that we set above God becomes those things. And I believe that your spouse, your spouse and the things that even take in your life, your, your job, we can, it can be wrecked so easily. And I think that our relationship with God is even more so. And that is what the Lord is warning us to do, to be careful, to be mindful, to have a clear conscience, to be of good faith, because these things come from finding the rest of God. Because when we are allowing God to work through us, we're able to identify these other instances in our life that are competing for our attention for God that are competing against us and which we may place other things ahead of God first and that's not what God wants. Think about where you're at right now. Think about your ministry. I know that even in just the way that we are trying to serve people, serve our pastors, serve our staff, we can get even in the mode of people pleasing where that can also become a way of putting that above the Lord. How do we stop that? How do we, I think what it comes down to is a reordering of your life, a reprioritization of the things that become important. Now, I'm thinking about a friend of mine who has struggled with a problem for many years, and this involved another woman. Now, who is this other woman? It was the church. So yes, ministry itself can be that other adulterous form of, again, I don't mean it in, in any other way except for adulterous, adulterous, meaning that it becomes an idol, something that we are claiming that first over God. And God says very clearly in the Ten Commandments, of course, in the First Commandment, to have no other gods before me. Worship the Lord with all your God. I mean, with all your heart, strength, soul, and mind. And the second, the third commandment, uh, we are not to have any other gods before us. But for my friend, he was on fire for the church, on fire for doing God's work, and he had a zeal like I've never seen. And this guy was putting out music, writing music, and he, you know, this comes from a person who was pretty well established in the community of being known for music. And But when it came down to the countless hours of songwriting, of meetings, of church work, of everything else, I saw that his life with his wife was beginning to diminish, the time with his family, until literally he was burned. And this was a guy that I thought, wow, this something like this could never happen to him. But I was wrong. And I was also wrong to think that it couldn't happen to me because For each of us, we are all susceptible. So by taking a good hard look of where our life is with Christ matters. And I saw that with my friend, you know, it it, it doesn't take long for that wick to travel, for that flame to travel on that wick, let's say, in order for it to catch on fire to something else. Proverbs 7, 
1 through 2 says, My son, keep my words and store up my commands within you. Keep my commands and you will live. Guard my teachings as the apple of your eye. Now, I know that when we get to this topic of being burned, uh, burned out, it's it's not a popular one in the sense of when people hear it, they immediately the thought is, oh, well, that's not me. I'm fine. Oh, that's a good topic to read about not being burned out. I want to make sure that doesn't happen to me. Or I know that it's not happening to me. Well, I think much of the time that when we say, when we diffuse those thoughts, you know, we're often in denial because reality is, is that we probably are being burned somewhere. I know from my life, I've been burned by work. I've been burned by putting things above God or above my spouse, above my family, than rather allowing God to come do his work within me where I have time to be at rest with God, as I mentioned that before the top of this broadcast, how important it is to download the Word of God within my heart, because if I'm able to do that, I have, I'm taking recognition of God's place in my life versus other things that I want to win, other things that I would like to see successful. I need to let the Lord do his work within me so that my spiritual life, my heart with God, my time with God becomes successful. Let's move on. It says this in Proverbs 5.8, keep your way far from her and do not go near the door of her house. That's talking about the adulteress. That's talking about the things, the allure of what evil will take us away from God. And God says clearly, do not walk even near it. Do not even you know, do not even think about it. And and when those thoughts come, pop them out of your head. You know, I pray often that when distractions come towards me, it's always a Lord, I need you to take this away from my from my mind. Um, I need you to help me think about the good things of God. See, what happens is we become entrapped by the distractions, by the work that we do. Sometimes we even busy ourselves because we think, well, if I just get more focused then maybe I'll be thinking more good thoughts on God. Maybe if I dive more deeper into ministry, then that will become good. Actually, it's got an opposite effect. And for those of you who know, it definitely is not what we think it will uh, be because the further that we dive into something that even that we love can become stressful. And when that stress rises within us that we think, well, we got to accomplish everything under the sun – then what happens is that we start making poor choices. And I believe that it comes from a value system, a belief system that we look at and say to ourselves of either I'm not good enough and I'm going to try as desperately as I can to hold on to things or I want to be good enough because I know I'm not good enough and I'm going to try to accomplish everything I can. All those things, once we do them, it becomes inhuman. Uh, There's no way that we can try to accomplish A through Z under the sun. Now, I know you may know this, but I'm coming to you at a time now with Easter where the rubber meets the road. So I think that Proverbs 7, when it talks about how we are to bind the Word of God on our fingers and to say to wisdom, it says, you are my sister. I believe that that is a 
a time that it, you know, how can we bind the Word of God on our fingers? How can we call wisdom our sister? I think it's by, again, carving out and maybe not doing the things that we think we want to do, but immediately we should be spending our time with God. In the morning, let's say, and I was discussing this with a very good friend over coffee. It seems like when we have, like, this is when I have my worship Bible time with the Lord, just one-on-one with God. And the first thing that comes to my screen is email. And right when I'm, you know, when you hear that, I think that's the biggest distraction I know for me every morning is, you know, I got to check my email. I got to see what junk is in there, or I got to see what I need to clean out. I need to see what the top priorities are of my day, who responded to my last email, all that stuff. But once I begin the process of going through email by email, then I see another email. I see another one. I see more things to do. I see a greater project to do. And then what is that? Where does that leave me? It leaves me away from God. And I have to cut that out. I have to bring myself, force myself even, to not open the lid of my computer. Just go straight to my Bible. Open up His Word. Uh, Download the goodness that He has for me. Check off the top priorities that He is working through me. And to see the vision that God has for me every day. It's by spending time with Him. It's not by... You know, us trying to do as much as we can for him. I think what it means to really be a compassionate follower of Jesus is not to do the things for God, but to have God do the things through us. There's a difference. I think when we allow God to do things through us, there's more of an ease. Instead of us trying to fight for things to do, like Easter time, I want to do this for God and this for the church and that, there's a striving that's involved. And I believe that when we allow God to do things through us, there's a different perspective that comes that says, first of all, I need to slow down, Lord, and I need to let you be God. I need you to pick out and do the things of Easter and music that I can't do. I need you to work through this group of people that I'm trying to either train or prepare or get on the schedule. I need you, Lord, to open up time with my family. I need you to help me think about new things that I can do with my children, with my spouse, creating a dinner night, all these things. Now, you know, almost within every podcast that I do, I'm always talking about something to the effect of rest, spending time with the Lord, with our spouse, with our children. I believe that it's that balanced life, and and I know it's normal not to have a balanced life, but I think that it is a good goal to strive for a balanced life or to walk in for walk into a balanced life by creating time with the Lord and having him create time for us and allowing him to do that. So we are to keep our eyes on Christ and bind his word close to our hearts. Uh, a perfect example is when, you know, we of us as leaders think that we got it all down. I think that's that's the moment when we don't have it down. So think about you right now with all that you're going through, worship leader or team member. You may be thinking, yes, this is me. Uh, Yes, I'm in this high time of Easter. Well, how can the Lord Jesus do a great work with you, within you, that you can just unplug? A time that maybe Christ is calling you. I, I mentioned before about if you're in a liturgical church. We, we, we see the, the path of Lent 
from Ash Wednesday to Good Friday and Easter, we see this path, which is the journey that Christ took on our behalf, all the uh, the torture that he went through, uh, the, the milestones of heartache and brokenness and heaviness and complete brutality that Christ took on for us. What about the fact that maybe God wants to take you on the path of grace during this time to see the hardship that Christ took on and how can we step into the road of being thankful and grateful for the walk that Christ took before us that we didn't have to. I really believe that when gratitude takes over and thankfulness exudes, we don't have time to pity. We don't have time even to crowd our schedule or to think about this or that being done, especially when it comes for Easter. This should be the time where we are the most focused on God, where we are the most focused on His walk, celebrating Good Friday, celebrating the walk, celebrating his death and most of all resurrection how he is alive how he is uh, he has forgiven us and cleansed us separating our sins from the east as far as the west but my friends how can we take these things seriously and view them at full length when we're so busy with the candle being burned at both ends that we can't see the night or day I believe that God has called us to a deeper walk that's closer to Him than what we can ever imagine. So before you start charting out your music or getting music ready for your team, before you start thinking about other sets and music items that you can tweak or what to do in your ministry or job, think about how can God tweak you during this time? And what is it like for God to come alongside you And to take upon his yoke that's easy. Can you do that? Can you find time to just come away? Can you find time to allow the Lord Jesus to do his work within you? What can you do right now to stop and to pray and to ask Jesus to do this? As we think about Easter and as we think about the life that God has saved, the the things that God has saved us from to give us eternal and new life, How can that be lived out daily in a spirit of worship without it being a spirit of compulsivity, uh, compulsiveness, impulsivity, the things that we want to do right away? I know that I get fired up for ministry. I get fired up for the things that God's called me to do. But I know that if I let that fire exude too much or I'm not putting good firewalls in my life to balance out the things that need to be done, I'm simply going to burn out. I'm going to burn down like a crashing building. So, worship leaders and friends, I ask you today, can you take this time during this during this uh, this busy season to allow God to do His greater work within you so that the fire that you experience of being on fire for God, that it is at a good rate, balance, a pace of being happy of what He's called you to do, but without being burned down. So I ask you guys this question. What, what Where does this leave you? Do, do you agree or disagree within this podcast? And if you are coming to the point where you're thinking, yeah, but Brandon, there's some other things that I'm not seeing, or let me just ask you, you know, have I, have I left you with more thoughts and questions uh, rather than answers? Then hit me up, Brandon at worshipteamtraining.com. Let me know what's going on in your heart and in your mind 
and let's talk about it. I, I thank you guys already for emailing and sending me your messages and your questions. Also, those who have called just to say, hey, this is what I'm going through, Brandon. Uh, thank you for that. We ask that you keep that up. And um, we also uh, are here to help you in your worship ministry. We had a great time at our uh, workshop that we did over in Virginia. Uh, we were also in New York. We were also in Michigan. And there's some great things that are happening at all these great churches that I visit and what we do here in our local customized workshop that comes to you. And I just ask you, the message, the, the message that you heard today, would you like to hear that co- that coincides with music training for your worship team? Then uh, invite me out to come to your church. Check out worshipteentraining.com slash workshops. And also, if you're on the go worship leader, volunteer, you may want to check out our university on demand for downloading articles, videos, downloads, ebooks, you name it, at wttu.co. Guys, thank you so much for subscribing again to this podcast. And remember, we are here for you every week. And we thank you guys for subscribing here. And we also ask, if you would, humbly I ask you, would you give us a five-star rating on iTunes? Better yet, share this podcast with a friend. Members, please share this with a friend today. Those of you who know someone who needs to hear this message, please let them know about what you've heard and share this good. And I pray for your spirits and heart that you are doing good by Christ to spend this dedicated time with him so that you don't burn out, you burn don't you don't burn down. So guys, thank you so much. Uh, we'll see you back next time here. And we hope that you're encouraged by this podcast and this word of the week here at Worship Team Training. And remember, you don't need to be perfect. Just let the Lord Jesus lead you in worship and in life. Love you. See you next time. Bye. This has been a Worship Team Training broadcast and digital production with your host and training director, Brandon Dempsey. Worship Team Training provides live workshops and online resources to help inspire, create, and transform the leading of worship. We'll see you again right here on worshipteamtraining.com.